heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Let's have a chat to Catherine Coleman, who's no doubt looking forward to having her very first runner as a trainer in the Caulfield Cup with fame, who goes around on Saturday. And both Catherine and Peter Moody have got a very strong team at the Heath on Saturday. Morning, Catherine. Morning, Michael. That's a nice thrill for you, isn't it? I know the barrier hasn't played as you may have hoped but he's a horse that gets back and likes to find his feet, so it may not be that big a factor for him on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's the worst thing um, for him at all. Like you said, he's probably going to get back and um, let it all play out in front of him um, and let everyone sort of find their positions. And um, look, then if we could see him finishing the race off strongly, that would be definitely a massive thrill. He's a bit of a roughie. He's snuck into the field. He was... Very promising in Queensland in the winter, and that Kovalika form certainly reads well, and he wasn't beaten far behind without a fight, who's one of the favourites in the Cup on Saturday. Was it always the aim to get him there? It's almost looks like a little bit of an unusual light preparation into a Caulfield Cup. Yeah, definitely. It's probably just more so the way that it's, uh, the way that it's come up and the fact that he's snuck in and um, just getting him out to this trip as well, it probably will give us a bit of an indication um, as to where he heads next and where he sits in the food chain. How do you think he's going this time in? Uh, yeah, look, I think he's going better than his two runs in, so this prep would indicate. Um, I think he he is sort of an out-and-out stayer and he is looking for further now. So I think, like I said, getting him out to this trip um, you know, obviously we need to see him sort of be competitive at this grade and that's what we're looking for on Saturday. Uh, let's head back to the second race, which is the Neds Classic. And you've got Gates, who um, was super impressive at Sandown. We haven't seen him since the 20th of September. Was it always the plan to give him a bit of a break in between the Neds Classic on the way to the Derby? Yeah, so we just figure he's, um, he's a lovely, big, clean-winded horse and... We had him engaged last weekend as well, but he drew wide, um, and so we elected to save him for for another um, for this for this race here. Um, just hoping that he'd draw a bit a better gate, which he has. Um, but he's a very exciting horse. I, I'm probably looking forward um, to seeing him run on Saturday. Most out of all of ours, mm. not uh, not thinking that he just goes there and wins or anything like that, but just as a a staying prospect. Um, I think he's really come on since that win at Sandown, and I think he's a very, very exciting colt. Gee, that's nice. Uh, I'm not sure what price he's in the futures for the Derby, but you're up against the dollar forty-five favourite Riff Rocket on Saturday. So, look, as you said, that might be a task, but he's he's twenty-one dollars, three dollars a place. Would you expect him to be running top three? Uh, I could definitely see him running top three. Yeah, and look, we have got the derby in the back of our minds. We Like he's had that little break between runs. He's done plenty of work at home, but um, I'd say he'll take fitness improvement from Saturday's run. Um, so, you know, if he was uh, if he was finishing the race off and running a nice, um, you know, third, fourth, anything like that, um, we'd be wrapped with mm. him going towards the derby. He's $15 in the derby if you want to have a little flutter on gates right now. In race three in the ethereal, um, this is, again, a, a strong race, obviously, with the Group 1 winner coming down from Sydney. But uh, the form line's certainly stacked up for Autumn Angel as well, who hit the line well in the Stutt Stakes last start behind the Caulfield Guineas winner. And she, too, looks like a, a horse that's been wanting to get out to the distance. 
Yeah, definitely. She's given us every indication that the 2000 is really going to suit and we've sort of had her penciled in as an, uh, an Oaks filly, um, the whole preparation. So now that she finally sort of does get out to this trip, um, I'm hoping to see it, see it suit her um, like we think it will. But um, certainly having that, um, that form behind Griff does give you a bit of confidence heading uh, there on Saturday with her. You got Moesha who goes around in the prelude, the Thousand Guineas prelude, just drawn a little awkwardly. Is she a, a filly? She's beautifully bred. I'm invincible out of Princess uh, Coop. Is she a filly that's on the improve and, and can figure in the finish on Saturday? Yeah, definitely. She was very unlucky um, at Sandown when she ran third. She just sort of didn't get a crack at them at all until late. And when she did, she finished the race off very strongly. So. Um, we've just sort of tried to keep her ticking over and keep her happy between runs, which seems to be the case. Um, like you said, she's drawn that little bit sticky there, but she probably just goes back and hopefully uh, can uh, get a nice clear run and be building momentum and uh, and finishing the race off very strong. Is she your 1,000 guineas filly? Have you got many others headed in that direction? Um, we've got her and a, a couple of other possibles that are sort of fillies just on the way up still. Um, a couple of them that might sort of run over this weekend which will be a deciding point if they go that way or if they're not going to quite get there this preparation what's on by shuffle dance to go around in the tristark who are you leaning to of those two they were both super um last start we thought um you'd love to be able to split them if we could but um unfortunately it's just sort of panned out this way that this is the best race for both fillies uh, both mares now to head towards so um looking at the last start and their work since then, Waltz on by probably slightly on top of Shuffle Dancer. Um, Shuffle Dancer's probably just taken a little bit longer to really get that fitness into her. But um, both horses in fantastic order had their, um, you know, with with really good preps under them so far. So um, definitely think that both of them can figure in the finish there. Another mare who's in ripping form is Nunthorpe. Goes around in the Moonga. Uh, looking for three in a row, and she just continues to take the step up every time. She does, yeah. She's just a fantastic horse to have in the stable. She's pretty fuss-free. Um, she's uh, She knows her job on race day, and she's pretty straightforward. So um, she just it seems like she's really maintaining, uh, maintaining her condition well, looks fantastic, and ticking all the right boxes. So... Um, look, hopefully it can sort of uh, work out that she's in a forward position from that gate, maybe sitting outside the leader and controlling the race. And, um, yeah, I think they'll, uh, they might find it pretty hard to get past her. Is she your best, do you think? Yeah, I'd say she's, uh, she's probably the best on paper. Um, like I said, there's a, there's a couple of them there that can definitely run well. She's probably the best winning hope. Um, and, yeah, definitely a couple there that I'm very excited to watch. Mm. Uh, a listener um, has said, can you ask Catherine how Roll on High will go on Friday night? Could this be one of your 1,000 guineas prospects? Indeed she is, yes. Uh, she worked super on uh, on Tuesday morning. So um, she also was a little bit unlucky, a little bit green still in her uh, run to date. But I think she's come on from that. She's sort of figuring it all out. I think the, the penny started to drop for her. So... Um, she'll run here at Pakenham on her home deck uh, on Friday night. And, yeah, we'd certainly be looking to see her um, uh, hopefully knocking the maiden out of the road. All right, very good. Um, uh, just a quick one, I wish I win. Um, Moods made the call yesterday. Did you say, hey, boss, hang on, there's a lot of money this horse can win for us still on the rest of the spring carnival. 
<laughs> no, he doesn't owe us anything, this horse. He's been super to us in what he's done so far. And, um, you know, that champion sprint is going to be a really, really hot race. And we just thought uh, we'd elect to give him that little bit longer in the paddock and bring him back for the autumn. What's his autumn target, do you think? Uh, possibly looks to go back to the TJ. Yep. In Melbourne, we'll see uh, a couple of starts as well, will we? Yeah, possibly. It might look similar to last time around, but yep. look, we haven't mapped anything out yet at this stage. Good on you, Catherine. Best of luck with your first cup runner on Saturday. Thank you very much. I think we'll need it, but it's going to be a massive thrill regardless. Yeah, no doubt about that. Catherine Coleman joining us there.